Welcome to another episode of Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Adam Tarno, joined as always by Todd Wagner. Hello, Adam. Hello, friends. All right, Todd, question today is this, is what is the Apocrypha and why is it not in every Bible? What a crazy word, Apocrypha. The reason that we don't know what it is is because we don't even know what that word means. It's, it's one of those words, it's a transliteration, right? Which is a word that you bring across. Transatlantic flight, a flight that goes across the Atlantic Ocean. Right? Right. Uh, transliteration, transliteral word is a word that's brought from another language and used in ours. So apocrypha is right from the Greek or, or from the Latin or both, and it means hidden. Okay? And so they're hidden books. That's what the apocrypha is, which makes them kind of exciting. Like, wow, I get to find out something that other people don't know. Um, the Apocrypha are books 11 plus in number. I say 11 plus in number because it depends on which hidden books you're talking about. But they're primarily books that were written during what's called the silent period. What's the silent period? It's the period between the Old and the New Testaments. So um, we have 66 books in what we call our canon, which has always been a funny word, right? Because when we think of canon, we think of a little, you know, cylinder with a ball in it that fires out and uh, was used a lot during the Civil War. Right. That's not what we're talking about when we talk about canon. Canon is another word that has multiple meanings and one of the words for the word canon is measure, right? So it's the measure of truth. When the church got together and tried to figure out what the measure of truth would be, the books that we believed were inspired, breathed by God, 2 Timothy 3.16. It says, these are the books that are profitable for you, and these books alone were given by God to teach you, to reprove you, to correct you, and to train you, right? Uh, when Peter was talking about um, the books, he says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21, he said that, that these prophecies that, that are given from God um, were given from God to men that were moved along by the Holy Spirit. Same idea that you find there by Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 3. So that, now going back to 2 Timothy, the man of God might be adequate, equipped for every good work. It's sufficient. Okay? When Solomon was talking about the Word of God, he said this. He said that every word of God is tested. And so I'm going to tell you in a second how we got our canon, which probably should be its own real truth real quick. But um, that God gives us these words so that we can be encouraged, okay? And it says that we are not to add to these words in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 6. Uh, or he will reprove you, all right? You will be approved a liar if you take these words and add to them, in effect. Because God says, this is the word. And what the Apocrypha is, it really is interesting because the word crypt, right? You know, what's a crypt? It's where we hide dead man's bones, okay? And so uh, that, that word ending for crypt is what makes up the word apocrypha, okay? And, um, and they're books that were kind of introduced. They were respected by Jews. They, they um, revered these books to a certain level, but they didn't treat them as scripture. They didn't treat them as equivalent to the word of God. So some of them are the book of Tobit, Baruch, the letter of Jeremiah, the wisdom of Solomon, uh, first and second Maccabees. Uh, I could go on and listing out some of these. And uh, they're book names that most folks haven't heard a lot about. They're extensions of the book of Daniel and things like that. They, 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 these other books aren't apocryphal, I guess, in the sense that they're made up in the Catholic Bible. But you'll hear like the Gospel of Thomas and the Gospel of Philip. Um, those are New Testament apocryphal books. They became kind of famous lately because Dan Brown grabbed some fragments and scraps from the Gospel of Philip, this hidden gospel that tells you the truth about how 
Jesus kind of had a crush on Mary Magdalene and did more than crush on her and wrote this great little novel that the world went crazy about, okay? When you add two books that, uh, that to God's canon, measure of truth, and this is why these books weren't included, because they contradicted um, truths that were already established in books that there was no question about whether where they came from and uh, how they were used and how they were authenticated. And so, you know, sometimes they would talk about, you know, the ideas that, hey, you, you can pray to dead people in order to get your prayers answered, or you pray to the saints, or if you do these things, your sins will be dealt with. Those are all ideas that came from the apocryphal books. The Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church, introduced them as part of their canon at the Council of Trent in the 1500s. Prior to that, the church had those books, they knew they were there, but they didn't think there was any more truth in them. There was no hidden revelation. In fact, what there was, was um, probably some introduction of some ideas that weren't revelation at all. It was perversion from the truth that was there. So you're not missing anything uh, except judgment. <laughs> if the Apocrypha is not in your Bible, why do I say that? Because at the very end of the Bible, in Revelation chapter 22, verses 18 and 19, it says this. He says, I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to them. This is amazing. The plagues which are written in this book. And if anyone takes any words away from this book, it's going to cost you eternally, is in effect what he's saying. So you can't mess with truth right? You don't improve on truth. Any deviation from truth isn't progress, it's perversion. And so while there are some things in apocryphal books that are consistent with our Bible, there is perversion in them, and that's why they weren't embraced, okay? So our canon was established because we knew the authorship. Uh, it talked about things that God should talk about in terms of revelation that we, should, we, we need to know. And they had always been considered by the council and the churches as books that were from the Lord. The Apocrypha was not that introduced in the 1500s by the Roman Catholic Church. There's no hidden truths there. There's nothing but uh, hidden trouble. Wrong to read them? I mean, is it good to read them just yeah. to kind of know what they say? Well, no, I would, it, it, it's no more wrong to read them than it is to read the Koran because you want to hear what other people say about other ideas. Um, but you don't need to worry that you're missing out on some essential truth that will help you know and love and respond and relate to God more. Awesome. Thanks so much, Todd. We'll check out the show notes for some great links. Thank you for watching, and we'll talk to you again next week. <laughs>